this is Mike Sal with another Men's Ministry Moment. Thank you for joining me to look at insights, ideas, and information regarding ministry today. Recently, I asked a question and encouraged you to respond with your thoughts. That question was, why are churches ignoring their men? In my travels and discussions with pastors and men's ministry leaders, I shared four areas I discovered that indicate a church's attitude toward ministering to men. These are leadership, promotion, masculinity, and finance. I discussed that some churches are doing one or two of these well, but most are not doing any of these well. If you have not listened to that episode, I would encourage you to listen to the title, Why Do You Churches Ignore Their Men? And after doing so, please provide feedback through the email given in that episode. Now, I am tackling each of these observations. In the last episode, I talked about masculinity. In this episode, we will look at finances. If a church desires to have a vibrant men's ministry, one of the essential attributes of the ministry is to help men feel valued and appreciated within your church by supporting the ministry financially. Probably the one of the most controversial subjects in ministering to men is the area of finances. How much do we allocate in the budget to support the men? Or do we even allocate any finances toward ministering to men? Granted, it is not an easy question to answer. However, if the church is serious about targeting their men, they need to allocate some portion of the church budget to reach and minister to the men. Sadly, some churches do not even have a line item in their budget for ministering to men. And those who do, it is a small fraction of the total budget, generally the lowest percentage of the total budget. To emphasize, a church body that is serious about targeting the men of the church and community must have a budgeted line item. Of course, the amount will depend on the planned activities and the type of activities planned for the men. There is a cost associated with any planned activity. You have materials, promotion, speaker fees, food, maybe rental of a bus if a trip is planned. And frankly, I have just barely touched on the number of areas a cost may be associated with in to conduct a men's activity. But here's the argument I often hear when I compare the men's budget to, say, the children or the youth. The men have paying careers, I'm told, so they can help with the cost of the offense by paying a registration fee to help the church cover the cost. I hear what's being said, and I will agree that men do have an income, at least most of the time. But to be frank, that's a silly argument. And let me explain why I say that. Church budgets for youth and children ministries usually support giving the parents a discount on planned events or trips by partially covering the cost of the event. The churches recognize that children or youth cannot pay for activities because they are generally in school and do not have a significant income to cover the cost. So who typically covers the cost of the event for the child? The parents. Churches also recognize that these events for children and youth are expensive. But at the same time, the church wants the youth and parents to have some ownership in the activity. And I agree with that. It helps with the commitment to attend the event. Give some skin to the game, so to speak. 
I have known churches to cover as much as 50% of the cost of the activity. This is especially helpful when a family has more than one child involved. So to me, here's the silliness of the statement that I made above that men have a career and they can provide it that provides an income so they can cover the cost of the men's ministry activity. Who did I say was paying for most of the children and youth activities? The parents. Now, granted, some parents may expect their older teenagers to help with the cost through their afternoon and weekend jobs, but ultimately the parents are paying. Yet we don't think about those men, those dads that are paying for their children to attend activities may need assistance to attend a men's activity. Yes, they do need to cover some of the expenses of the activity, but they should not be expected to pay 100%. So I want to encourage you to give strong consideration to increasing the men's budget, or if need be, create a men's budget. Put a line item in your budget to help the men with the cost of the men's activities. The men should be given the same consideration. And just so there's no mistake, the women ministry also should be uh, given the same consideration as the children and youth are given when addressing the church's budget to help cover costs of activities. If church would spend as much time ministering to the parents, the men and the women, as we do to the children and youth, the youth of the future would become better spiritual leaders as they watch their parents become the leaders of the home God instructs us to be. So there you have it. For the last several weeks, I have been talking about the four things I believe that are lacking in many of our ministering to men in our local churches. Leadership, promotion, masculinity, and finances. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, you can reach me at info at capefearmen.net. Join me next time for another Men's Ministry Moment as we look at other insights, ideas, or information regarding ministering to men. This is Mike Sandlin. God bless.